gives a voice to musicians you're not going to hear on mainstream media. Your support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. All right, everybody. This is, um, oh, yeah, I can't hear anything either. Oh, is that here? Check, check, check. Okay. Can you hear me, Xavier? Check, check, check. How about now? Okay, there you are. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Ralph Jean-Pierre, and this is No Suggestion. Um, this is uh, an improv uh, comedy radio show. This is my very first one, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, so basically, I've, I'm, I'm Ralph Jean-Pierre. I'm a New York uh, comedian and improviser, and uh, my, uh, my buddy Xavier. Xavier, what's your last name? My last name is Houston. What's that? His mic is not on. Oh. Great. Thank Hello? you. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Can you? Is that too loud? It's it's just uh, hearing my voice in the microphone. And the, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. You. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good. Thank you so much. All, all right. right. Yes. Uh, that's that was Caitlin leaving the studio. I was. Oh, we're all sure. set up. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was. I think I was hearing some club music. I was, I was jamming. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is uh, just a, an improv show. Uh, Xavier is uh, one of my favorite improvisers in the city. Uh, we've been doing improv. I've been doing improv most of my life. And, uh, we're just two guys. Uh, let's let people know about, uh, who we are. Oh, so you should know during this show, um, we are gonna, we are gonna, what happens in no suggestion is we're gonna jump into improv scenes randomly. This is no suggestion on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, uh, you 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 know that I'm supposed to ID this. This is independent listener supported radio. Thank you for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, we're just going to talk about life and whatever we want to talk about, and then we're going to jump into improv scenes randomly during this conversation. So if you hear us jump into some non sequitur or something strange, th- there's nothing wrong with this station. There's nothing strange happening except mm-hmm. for the fact that we're just jumping into improv scenes. Um, so yeah, let uh, what should people know about you, Xavier? Um, what they should they know about me? Uh, I am my. Well, you asked me what my last name is. My last name is Pearson. Okay. I usually don't like people knowing a lot about me. Well, you've just told the internet. <laughs> yeah, I just told the internet my last name is Pearson, yeah, yeah. which I think is fine. Hmm. I, I think it's fine to tell Brooklyn. Yes. My name's Xavier Pearson. Yeah, Brooklyn is cool. They get it. Yeah, they get it. Um, I, I've also been improvising for oh, about almost, uh, not almost, not half my life, but a quarter of my life, I'd say. That's a good chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, say it's a good chunk of time. Why, why, why are you doing this? Why are we? Why are you? Why did you get into improv? Where were you at when you ended up in improv and in comedy? Where was I at when I ended up in it? Yeah, it's probably on the internet. <laughs> really yeah like what, what age and what'd you discover that got you into it what age yeah yeah i was probably in high school um just really like consuming mostly comedy because that's the only thing that would 
alleviate my uh, high school teen angst. Whoa. Where it was comedy. I want to hear about this because I, let me tell you, we were just <laughs> talking before about the things that make me weird. One of them is like I do, uh, I'm in bars all the time and I actually do a weed themed show, but I don't do, uh, it's called Stoner Morning Show, but I don't drink or do any drugs. And Xavier was like, that's, that's a little strange. Yes. That um, is something I've noticed about you is that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in these spaces where uh, people, would normally, you know, partake in drinks or or smoke or weed or anything, especially your show, Story Morning Show, you're smoking. And I never see you actually yeah, yeah. Uh, drinking or smoking or doing any of that. I've seen you eat pizza before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've That's seen my advice. <laughs> yeah. Pizza. Um, yeah, I... Um, uh, yeah, but the other, the other thing, I don't think I had any teen angst. I don't even remember... Yeah. Pu- I, I don't even remember puberty. <laughs> It was already in you. Yes. It already happened. It really feels like that. <laughs> it feels like nothing happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, kind of also feel that way. I, so, I kind of also like. I, I'm not. I'm sure you could tell from this broadcast, and I could tell definitely from the, my hearing myself in the earmuffs that I that my voice is not is still childish like. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, that's something I've been self conscious about for a good long time. Oh man, yeah. I've, a- I've I've constantly been trying to. Deepen it. <laughs> that's so. I mean, it's not sad to hear, but it's like that's one of your distinctive qualities is that you have this like very unique, yeah, voice that carries a lot of like uh, uh, wonder and like uh, and, and, and 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 vulnerability. You really have like you have like the Fred Savage voice. You Fred know, what Savage I mean? from yeah. Wonder Years. Okay, yeah. you've mentioned this before on the, on the Stoner Morning Show. Oh man, I love Wonder Years. <laughs> that show raised me for sure. Yeah, but I can imagine who what what kind of person you're explaining to. And I've 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 recently yeah been tr- you know trying to embrace all my little quirks. Oh man, because it is boring to just be you know just try to be beautiful i think i'm just a beautiful man <laughs> i'm just a beautiful perfect man <laughs> on this beach i just wish uh i wish it didn't make you all feel so insecure everyone on the beach please stay calm uh excuse me i you just uh sir you're you have a lifeguard my lifeguard equipment on let's be honest let's be honest my friend you are you are you're a four you're four foot eleven I'm I'm six nine. This is I'm my a, look. This is my summer job. Okay, you, uh, let okay. me let me do the job. I don't need the money. I'll give you the money. Let me be the lifeguard at least for the day. This is I'm who people want to be saved by. I know that. I know that <laughs> you don't have to keep repeating it to me. Okay, but I'm I my parents told me I had to get this job, um, and I'm. They, I've already interviewed for it. It's very, the, the process is very stressful. Okay. And uh, you didn't, you didn't follow the reunion. Hold on. I'm going right to take here. a phone call right now. Oh, is this your girlfriend? Goodness, <laughs> how did she get my number? I didn't, I'm not sanctioning this. Um, I won't answer. Actually, I mean, I, there's been some women I've been trying to talk to, but I don't believe I do have a girlfriend. I, it's strange that it says lifeguard's girlfriend on my phone. I don't know why it says that. Yep. But uh, That's oh, a, sick ooh, a toucan landed on my shoulder. Holy shit, that is a toucan. Huh. Listen, we're in Florida. You you know that the people of Florida 
I match them. I'm I'm bronzed. I'm I'm, I'm I have I have dreadlocks that are frosted. Uh, please, just mm-hmm. let me. I feel like if you try to save someone who's drowning, they're even if they're drowning, they're gonna look at you and go, "Oh, I guess I have to save this guy." You know, what I mean, it's too confusing. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd call someone. I'd call if if anyone was a little bit too heavy for me. I you'd call me. I. You are not a. You don't have the the uh, the license. You don't have the jurisdiction, sir. You're just a civilian. But we, I am the true life. We, like, we both know that doesn't matter. I know socially it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you have you, you have bested me. I am reduced. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to do this. It's just uh, you know, as my as my younger sister Lady Gaga said, I was born this way. <laughs> She's your younger sister. Yeah. That is an old woman to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, good, good. Um, well, that was fun. Okay, yeah, uh, I do. That is a very real. I feel like I feel that, I felt that scene. I felt that that character. What did you feel about it? <laughs> Just being on the job and feeling like an older person should be would demand more respect in my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Do you notice that in others do you see people who um who you're like you can recognize that they don't demand respect or they don't command respect and you're like god, I must maybe I'm just like that. What do you well, what do you mean exactly? They they like, purposely don't demand respect. No, or? no, they're trying to command respect and they and they do not. And yeah. they should. And I and I I'm I I cringe because I see it in me. I see that in me. Yes. Um I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I specific. I guess the closest thing, <laughs> the closest thing I could think of is the, from what my immediate experience is, the is um, traffic cops. Whoa! Or like cops who are like who like wave people on in traffic. Mm-hmm. Like no one really, no one's, no one. They have the the title of police officer. And they have all the, so much high vis on, and they make themselves visible, and they're and they're doing their mo- the motions, but it it's clear no one real is really oh man wants to pay attention to them or care that they're what they're doing. Wow, has that been something you always realized about them? Like every time you see one, you just feel that that pain for them. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike them, right? <laughs> but I I notice. You know, people. While if I'm in a car with someone else, I know, I know, I see how they react to them. Oh no! <laughs> they're always like, "Ah, come on, this guy." You know, they're always questioning what their decisions. And oh wow! And they're always, they're always saying, you know, they're, you know, tra- there's like traffic would would be better if they weren't there. That's so interesting. I I think I don't think I've ever looked at a traffic cop and assumed other people weren't paying attention to them. I that, yeah. that wouldn't occur to me. Yeah. But I guess that would be true. I guess that would be true. Yeah, I, you've never you've never like seen them. You'll never have them like stop you and then wave you on and feel like, what? Why the? Why did they just do that? <laughs> or like that wasn't like that wasn't necessary. No, I assume I don't have you. You know what? So that's another. Gosh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So the same thing with like the one thing I don't have in me. I don't know. Other people have this. Mm-hmm. Uh, another other people share this outlook, but like. I don't immediately look at authority and question it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I am happy to question it if I'm given reason. I can yeah. be very 
I will protest. Yeah, I'll yeah. protest on mutiny like yeah. at, at the drop of a dime. But I won't assume that because someone is in charge that I should resist them or that they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very uh, uh, enamored of good leadership. A good leader, I very much value, and I don't. But I'm also not like I'll give people a chance to show that to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I guess not everybody's like that. People are just like fuck this guy. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I guess it's uh, I guess it's a I guess you're not there you are you are you know you've been in New York for a good amount of time yeah you, yeah most of my life yeah. maybe but you have been you've you haven't driven much around in New York no the most driving I've done was last year when we had that me and my girlfriend bought a but that van that's yeah. the most driving I've done yeah so so I it's probably because it's not in your immediate world. Maybe it's the thing, like maybe the MTA or something like that. That's also those are also people who are like very undermined a lot in wow. society. But maybe it's the thing. It's so, there's something in your life. I'm sure of it because you're you're you know you've been in here for a while. You're you're not you're no, you're you're a mature gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you've existed yes <laughs> in this in this pl- in this place for a I'm while. Getting so old. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something that you encounter on your day to day. Maybe it's not traffic cops, or maybe it's not the MTA. But there's something that I don't. I'm not. Maybe I'm not. I'm not trying to force you into. No, no. Being this is negative. interesting. No, I think I see. Maybe I, th- I think most things are internal. Yeah, I don't think that most people have an intrinsic quality of like not commanding authority or commanding authority. Yeah, I don't. I think everything is about your most things, not everything, but most things are about your level of belief and how you carry yourself. Yeah, because like, you know, what I mean, like. I don't. Prince was like five one <laughs> and he'd walk into a room and everybody would be like, <laughs> I oh, could imagine, shit. you know, I what I mean, imagine. I think it's because you know that his his image gets you know plastered you know yeah. around the place and his voice you hear his voice so many times. I'm sure when Prince speaks, it's like, especially in the '80s or whenever he started making music. When he says a word, everyone's like on bated breath. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and like the same is true for Cat Williams. I think Cat Williams and Prince are the same height. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Cat Williams is like a lot of. Of course, we even make fun of him. But yeah, if we walked into this room right now, we'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think it's a lot about your inner belief, and and and, and that is ref- and that is reinforced, I think, by how you carry yourself and what you'll take and what you won't take you know what i mean uh, i don't think it's a i don't think there's like nope this person only commands this amount of respect no matter what they do i think mm-hmm. it really you're sending the world messages and the world is sending messages it's a loop you're sending messages and the world is sending messages back at you based on what you're doing because there's a lot of diminutive people that i know in stature like physically who command a lot of power and there's a lot of big people i know who just get beat up yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so I really, I, I think it's like your your inner will is is reflected. I don't know. That's my philosophy on it, or something. I, am I loud enough? I don't know if I've been loud enough this whole time. I hope so. Oh, as as we're talking, I'm supposed to be recording this, and I have not been recording it. Oh, oh. 
No, no, I've been, we've been broadcasting, but I haven't recorded. Oh, so you I'm haven't hitting, been recording? No, so I missed the whole beginning of this. I think you can, I mean, there's always a way with technology. You could, li- you could, you could on your phone, I, I feel like I could finesse this. You could replay the broadcast mm-hmm. from and, the website or something. And get the original part of it. And record the top half. I, that's smart. I, I don't think I would have thought of that had <laughs> you not said anything. Yeah. I don't think I, I, I think I would have totally missed that. Um, <clears throat> if you weren't here, this all would be going down the drain. If you weren't here, I would have messed this up. Thank God you're here. Oh, man. Somebody would have died if you hadn't been here. I... I honestly, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you called me. Oh God, everything when it went to shit. Why I shouldn't have this job? I should not be the foreman of this construction site. You, you've, uh, you, you are, you. I, I don't know anything about construction. You're the foreman now. I'm retired. I quit. I'm retired. You're the foreman of this construction site. My friend, I just do DoorDash. There, the untold amount of calamity that would have befallen this construction site, this Albuquerque, New Mexico construction site, this city owes you a debt. Look, You're the foreman. I'm so overworked. There's not many DoorDash men in, in Albuquerque, and I... <laughs> I, I cannot honestly take your role. I just know from uh, interacting and being going up so many buildings, I noticed that you you were missing uh, a whole floor. You were missing a whole floor. I was I, missing a whole fl- a steel pylon would have went through a man's uh, uh, through a man's uh, chest cavity if you hadn't shown up and pointed that out. I don't even know if pylon is the right word. Yeah. Yes, it is right. It is the right word. It would have gone through a man's chest cavity, his torso, if you hadn't shown up. I don't. I shouldn't have this job. You shouldn't. I feel like you're uh, defeated or from one mistake. <laughs> My one mistake was building a high-rise building, and I missed a whole floor. I mean, it is a big. That is a big part of your the the building, but. I'm sure you do your job well in every other circumstance. There, I, there's, <laughs> look, oh, you're you're walking away, sir. Please, come I'm back. not coming back. Please, I'm come. taking my lunch pail and I'm not coming back. I want you to take over this construction site, this construction crew, and this construction company. I, I'll I'll finish your deliveries. You would you would take? I mean, that would be very helpful if you were able to take a few deliveries. All, but the only thing is you cannot mess it up. You have to find oh. the right, the oh, right God. building number, oh, God. the right floor. It's okay. guaranteed I'll mess it up. <laughs> There's if look. I take those deliveries, if I take those DoorDash deliveries, yes, from the the Cuban restaurant that you work for, and it's many very few simple. others. It's so simple. You download an app. Okay, you download DoorDash. Yes, you, you put you log in your account. Oh, already I'm lost. Okay, keep going though. Okay, um, and once you 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 select that you want to delivery do delivery. Answer me this: Is there a possibility 
that if I make one small mistake, that at the end of the day, there can be one small child or young person that gets a steel pylon through their torso. Sir, you're choking me. Oh, Oh, that's great. That feels fun. You didn't finish the story about how the internet led you to improv. I really want to know this. Oh, yeah. Um, you really want to know this. I think I've talked to you about this before, but um, I'm just, you know, the internet takes us down a bunch of different, a bunch of rabbit holes. I'm sure people have found a lot of things through the internet. I, I'm, I don't know if my, my story will be any, anything, there's any like particular thing that's crazy about my story, but it is about getting to improv through the internet, but it's like, I consumed a lot of comedy um through television and all that internet the internet started and i grew i started i became a teenager and i grew up and i was yeah angsty and all that i told you all that um and um could you okay keep going but i want to come back to the angstiness okay okay yeah and um uh and i i guess i do have an obsessive streak in me where if i like something i want i'll you know, I'll that's that'll be my I don't know badge that I'll hold on to for a very long time. Mm, I'm the same. I feel I, I in that way. I think we're very much the same. Yeah. 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 Um. So once once I notice something fe- feels like it's magical, I'll I, I'll you know I'll be enamored by it because it's magic to me. <laughs> Can I just say, and you may not like this, but yeah. Uh. You, you, your, your voice could only <laughs> and must only be possessed by people who can believe in magic. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. What like <laughs> <laughs> the only somebody who believes like that, yes people yeah only only you could possess that voice yeah yeah you know what I mean imagine if Jeff Bezos had that voice it'd be wrong <laughs> it'd be wrong but yeah. yes. If he was like, I, I want, I want to build this rocket ship <laughs> with my brother. It's kind of childlike. With yeah, the way he did it with the way he went about it. It seems sinister because his head is shaved and yeah. he's too rich. But yes, please continue with about yeah, things are magical. Yeah. So I at first it was stand up because that's like the most popular form of that's mm-hmm. the premier. Main, very mainstream form of, of that's what comedy. most people think comedy is, and they and 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 they should because I think those stand up comedians are gladiators. They're the gladiators of comedy. Yes, yeah. you say, yeah, that's a, one of your things that you like really push for, like say a lot. I repeat the same things over and over. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, I I yeah respect that too, and I I for a long time just yeah followed. Uh, stand ups that I admired, and I listened to like early episodes of of Joe Rogan where he just talk about the whole history and all that shit about stand up, and I'm and you know he'd reiterate all these stories over and over again on his episodes. Mm, um, okay, and and then I've heard improv mentioned, and they'd mention the diff the 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 um differences between stand up and improv, and you'd hear. And I, I started to, you know, just hear this thing mentioned that I wasn't really that much aware of, but I, but I'd see shows, also television shows where these very funny people on TV, like, um, 
uh, like Tina Fey and stuff like that, uh, have these shows and you're, you know, you just get curious where they're coming from and you hear, you always hear these people come from improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these, yeah, good sitcoms. I mean, I guess like, like, oh yeah, um, Broad City, all those shows where these people started doing improv and all that thing. So it, yeah, I just got obsessed with shows like that, stand up and hear improv mentioned in stand up podcasts and things on the internet. And eventually I, uh, started listening to improv podcasts, started Whoa. following improvisers, started, you know, thinking, Specific, started liking specific improvisers like and you know it just you know amazing spread okay. from there okay so you've like that's funny because like when i fell in love with improv i just happened upon improv like i i fell into an improv class by accident and then i you didn't know what it was before i mean i guess i'd seen whose line is it anyway but maybe not even that yeah maybe not even that um yeah for sure i've i've seen whose line i liked it but i never I didn't really think it, the word improv never like crossed my brain on it. I was just like, oh, this is a fun theater, I don't know, show. I know, yeah. Was, was, okay, was, hmm. I'm trying to, I also want to pivot a little bit because like. Oh, I'm also saying so much about myself. I don't have to <laughs> that's, and that's what I'm saying. I want to, I want to, I wonder if we can get onto. live on the internet maybe. Ugh. What's a, uh, oh yeah, we'll live in infamy. What's a, what's a part of life right now that you're just, you, that's got your brain that is outside of you, part of culture that I'm, obs- I've become obsessed with a bit or, or even just like curious about that has like crossed your, crossed your mind. I know it's just such a funky, weird time to be alive, but in America, it's such a, so, so many crazy things are going on. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of crazy things. What's a part of the Almost. world that's that's interesting you? Maybe you're either like culturally, like yeah. how improv is like a cultural thing. It's N- no, I mean just like the world, like whether it's comedy or this is what you well, mean, like as improv. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we don't we don't have anything else. Yeah. Really, it was like if it's not improv or comedy, we're like what, like the news. <laughs> yeah. What what else happens? <laughs> what else is in the world? <laughs> I don't know um, what else is I, in the world. I, yeah, I think I do. I think I have an answer for that. I just gotta <laughs> orient my brain so I can um, figure that out. Is it good or bad that we don't have anything else that we <laughs> are just blissfully unaware of the the other? I do feel like the people around me, rightfully so, feel and seem so worried about what's what's happening in the world and what's going on in the world. And I guess I also feel very worried. But are you are you a big Worrier about like the, the world is doomed or th- and things are getting bad or you know how, you know like in the in the pandemic for example like did did this did the pandemic contribute to more stress in your life less stress or were you just about even the whole time the pandemic whenever there's a das- disaster I'm always like I'm it it's always it's always the a good internally i'm always like relieved really yeah talk about that because uh because again i talked about being an angsty kid so internally it feels like chaos it feels like every day feels like every day felt like a disaster Mm. so when it it's represented in the world and everyone else is is like whoa is like you know 
uh, anxious about what's happening, then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, then, okay, it's not just... It's not, not just me. Yeah, it, it, this makes sense. Chaos exists, and yeah. sometimes shit happens. And it's not it's not being pleased with others' misery. It's just like I feel crazy all the time, and now I know I know yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah, to I'm not feel crazy. Yeah, these feelings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, I have a. I don't know if it's in all situations because I definitely have moments where I can panic, but I do. I wonder if you feel this, if like shit gets crazy around where I am, if anything goes down and it means nothing. I'm just as vulnerable as everybody, anybody else. But mm-hmm. if things get crazy around me for whatever, like I remember, I think about this all the time. I used to work this job at a restaurant in Dumbo and this lady, this one waitress was like holding some drinks, some hot drinks. She was holding like a tea or something. <laughs> and she was like laughing with us like, ha 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 ha. And she dropped the drink on her arm. Yeah. Anya, oh, man. Anya told me what I did was the wrong thing to do. It probably hurt her more, but <laughs> she dropped the drinks on her arm and everybody's like, what? And immediately every time slowed down and I, I, I hopped off my seat. I grabbed her. I spun her around. I opened the door to the kitchen. I went to the faucet. I turned on the faucet. And I put her arm under it. Like that's that seems like the perfect thing to do. It, Anya said that that the cold with against the hot. Oh, could she's make saying it. like you know medically yeah. and logistically. Yeah, medically. Yeah. Was, but I just remember I don't know what happened. I just know I was very prepared for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and I just knew what to do. Like it formulated very quickly in my mind yeah. what to do. The synapses just fired immediately. <laughs> yeah, it might be the big brother in me, you know, because yeah. I was very, I'm the oldest of three and I was very vigilant over my sisters and very ready to take care of yeah. anything. But that that's kind of how I feel like if there's something chaotic, I feel like I might get a little. You're like ready to be on it or like yeah. s- sort of map out navigating that, that what's going on, the chaos. Yeah, yeah. You're ready to try to organize. Yeah, I think I wonder if they call that like maybe being like hyper vigilant or something or, or I don't know if that's what it what that is or what that means. I don't know. What, I don't know. Yeah, I, I hear words on TV and I use them later <laughs> and I don't know what they mean. Yeah, that's very similar to me. But yeah, as a kid, I, I'd say words I've heard on TV and my <laughs> and my my mom would be like, "Where are you? Where are you hearing this?" It, it wouldn't be like cuss words. It would be like um like hypo hypothalamus. <laughs> 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 oh, mom's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> oh wow! Did and you come from like a uh, uh, hyper, or from a not even a hyper, but like a very? Were you from Jersey? Uh, yeah, I grew up a good amount of my yeah life in Jersey. Born out of, out of this country and then moved very young and been in Jersey. I have a feeling that. In some way, Jersey is sad. Is that right or wrong? I think I think that's not. It's not completely wrong. Oh no! It's also there's a lot of there's a lot of Jersey. I mean, now that I go back, it's a lot of it's very beautiful there compared to New York, where you know it's very uh, New York is very industrious and um, uh, uh, at the same time gritty. And Jersey is sort of you know suburb. It's a suburban a lot a lot of suburban neighborhoods and wow um and a lot of very rich areas wow that are you know secluded up in the hills i feel like because you can drive you know from new york you could drive into newark pretty quickly 
Mm-hmm. I feel like Newark is just there to trick New Yorkers into thinking like, yeah, this place is shitty. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. come here. <laughs> yeah, that's very much so. Like the on the way when you get off the airport and you're like the Newark airport and you're going to New York, like the whole all of those roads where you're in transit to other places, it's always the worst part. Oh of, wow, of of Jersey. Yeah, you're like, get me the hell out of here, Jersey. It's, yeah, it's always the smelly roads. I even yeah, even I am like, holy shit, what is where am I? Why am I here? Wow, <clears throat> how far from that area did you grow up? Did you grow up like cl- very close to New York or like deep in Jersey? Uh, so, sort of deep. I grew up next to Newark, so okay. I don't know how deep that is. I have I have a no town idea. next to Newark. Um, and I get, yeah, when I, when I, I always say this, but I don't know, I think it's cool, but, but the, you know, the dirty, gritty, like smelly streets would be the street I would take to college. And it's also the opening to Sopranos when he's, Mm. (laughs) when he's driving through the Jersey city, that's that, that was, that would be the route I take to go to college every, every morning. Wow. Did you, were you into that show? I tried to watch it. I mean, I I was I was relatively into into it. I liked I liked the first season. It was something that distracted me. But after a while, I don't know the, the dream sequences and the, I don't know. It just it, I didn't get, get uh, completely hooked after a while. Are there a lot of like uh, what's a, I want to call them good old boys, but that's not made guys or like mafia guys? Did you grow up seeing <laughs> that kind of thing? Well, I I grew up in. Uh, I grew up in a Haitian neighborhood. Whoa, I'm Haitian. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Was there a lot of kids going to school in dress shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I did. I grew up in Catholic school, so I did. Oh, same. Yeah, so we are. Okay. We were already me- meant to wear dress shoes anyway. Oh my god. Um, I'm sure, but yeah, I'm sure if in public school. <laughs> Even in public school, (laughs) even in public school, a Haitian would wear a uniform. Yeah, goodness. (laughs) I (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's I. There's something about like I feel like Jamaicans are. I mean, being Haitian is awesome, but Mm -hmm. I think there's something about like Jamaicans are from from Barbados. You have like a wavy kind of cool breezy. Like Haitians, like I think, sandals or something. Like Haiti has a yeah, exactly. Sandals too. Haitians are into sandals, but yeah, but like not the cool sandals. Mm-hmm. It's like those sandals that are like like Jesus's shoes. Like you know what I mean? I don't even know. With but the, like too many straps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those kind of sandals. <laughs> like I feel like if you took Haiti has a beautiful flag, but if you wanted to switch that flag out, you could just put dress shoes and dress <laughs> socks on it. On Haitian flag, yeah. that could that would if it was that that would be enough. But what was that like for you growing up around a bunch of Haitians? Did you hang out with a lot of them? What do you what did you think about their culture? Yeah. How it was it was how was their culture different as opposed to yours? I mean, um, they were they were I I don't I mean we had our own culture as kids mm-hmm. growing up, but yeah, a lot of my friends were Haitian. And I think my parents, they had their own, like, they had their own, uh, uh, what do you call that? Prejudices, their own wow. stigmas against the community they're around. Why you don't like me? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. You don't want to have chicken? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to come, you don't want to come to my house to have chicken? I can't tell if that's a Haitian accent or, uh, or you're trying to do oh, oh, I Jamaican. Am, I am, I am Haitian. Oh, oh it's Haitian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 you and 
Okay, I'm not even. Yeah, I can't even do my own uh, uh, people's accent. I don't remember. I have to do like an impression of one of my relatives or something. Yeah, I remember watching like a YouTube video <laughs> of someone, you know, someone parodying Asian thing, and they and I just remember them going, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> There's, there's a joke that me and my girlfriend Anya we do because uh, Eric Andre is half Haitian. Yeah, and he said his dad. It was in his last special. He said uh, <laughs> his dad for some reason was like surprised, and he went, "Oh, oh they have Google now." <laughs> yeah, I think I know that joke. I know that joke. Oh my gosh! And that is that's so spot on. But the Haitians are beautiful, wonderful people. So many, so. Haitians are really situated in a funky place because they're definitely not American blacks, but they also don't have that. They have a lot in common with the rest of the Caribbean, but kind of don't. It's a weird, yeah, funky, like weird people. Yeah, it's, it felt. I mean, it's, the language it sort of seems very closer to Africa, like African wow. culture. But me. it's also very French. Most Haitians speak yeah. French. Yeah, yeah, Creole. Like proper yeah. French. No, no, they speak Creole, but yeah, they also speak like proper oh, French. French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, um, yeah. A friend of mine in high school. Yeah, he knew French too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And I yeah, I learned French word. Well, I don't know if it's Creole or French words, but I learned. Words that I still know today that it, that's like that's so it's just stuck with me. <laughs> like what? Which one? Uh, I don't know. Like if something happens, like some shit fell, and you're like, and and like, or someone, or you're like, you're in distress, and you you just go kisa, <laughs> right? Is that one? <laughs> yeah, that means what is this? So what's, what? What? That's basically what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend who do that all the time. My friend Jordan. <laughs> I guess he was probably emulating his parents, but yeah, no matter what was going on, he would just constantly find excuses and be like, Kisa! <laughs> that's, I think that's a lot of childhood is just rhythms and, and, and melodies sure, that yeah. feel good and sound good. Yeah. A, I think a lot of comedy too. Yeah. You just say what feels good. Yeah. That's so right. Yeah. Did you have a lot of funny friends growing up? Were a lot of your friends funny? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I can't. I guess when I got older, there was that I I could. There were people that I point out that pointed out that I could be like, yeah, they're they're funny. It was. I never really thought of, but like, when early on when I first moved here and started making friends, started hanging out with people in middle school around that time, yeah, I didn't. There wasn't really anyone specifically who were like, you. I could point out as someone who was like a real funny guy, but we we, we just. You know, we're just kids messing around, mm. just saying, just saying what we, whatever we're saying, and I don't know, listen to Usher or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was blessed. I feel like I was around a lot of people. You who had a were lot really of funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure in New York. Yeah, great. Like, no, this. Yeah. I went to high school, and well, yeah, here in New York, sure, there were people who were funny, but like around the time I can really remember people having the really, like, they're really on their own sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I was in Florida and in, in middle school and high school. And uh, I can remember people that I was like, I remember I, I, in, I, a, in high school. Definitely. I remember specific kids who were just like, so funny. Yeah. 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 We always had some shit to say. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my friends, we did pranks, but like, they weren't like pranks of like, put the, put your car on the roof or something. They were like, like, I specifically remember going to a football game and holding a sign with my friend. We all had signs and I had a sign that says that, that said, I was I was homecoming king 1993 and this was like 
you know, I'm 15 or 16 in 2000, in the year 2000. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's such specific humor. That, yeah. Yeah. In high school to do that. <laughs> yeah. And we were doing things like that all day, all the time. Like yeah. weird, weird things. We'd do another thing where we would go like, my friend invented this. We'd go like, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'd walk up and give each other a high five and miss. <laughs> and then, and then our arms would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just, just freeze happy yeah just hand, so. just lock arms and then and then kind of die yeah <laughs> just have your head down yeah, yeah yeah and just hold there for a long time <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> yeah my friends are really funny That's and i so thought funny, oh yeah. we're all gonna be comedians we're all gonna be jackass but like yeah i remember something jerry seinfeld said i never forget this he said yeah somebody asked him so when you were in school, when you were in high school, weren't you the class clown? Were you the funny person? And Drew goes, no, all my friends were funny. It's just that at some point they all went and got jobs. Yeah. Oh, my God. That shit blew my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I remember thinking that exact same thing. Like, that same oh. thing happened with you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was funny. Like I wasn't I wasn't nearly the funniest in my group. Yeah, at, for sure. At all. Definitely. I felt that. Yeah. I remember my senior year of high school. I I was like thinking about improv. I was listening to all those podcasts and listening to all those podcasts about stand up and improv and consuming so much. And I was thinking about it. And there, there was this 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 kid in school who's the clearly the funniest guy in school. Everyone you know l- liked him. The teachers even liked him, even though you know he he wasn't getting good grades. And he he would even he like even emceed our our like uh, I don't know like a group assembly in school. Like the the principal would let him do 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 whatever, um, and I you know and he he would be friends with me. I don't know why he was friends with me because I I'm just just like you know just sort of there in high school. I wasn't doing anything, uh-huh. but I talked to him about sta- a lot about stand up and stuff. And he said he was interested. I took him. I we went to open mics in like uh, uh, in like our senior year of high school, and <laughs> I would like call. <laughs> the the bars as has his agent i'd pretend to be his manager or agent for the open mic <laughs> and be like oh this um i i am here representing uh uh so and so and he uh he'd like to do your open hello mic. uh comedy club uh sharks comedy club uh, hi is sharks comedy a uh, club great uh i'm uh the manager for uh my uh brian mcdougall are you sure you're not a you're not a sixteen year old sixteen year old boy? No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm uh, nineteen, and uh, I'm a I'm a very successful manager for uh, entertainment. Is that, I hear someone breathing over your shoulder. Is that Brian McDougal? Brian McDougal, yes, my client's here. He's very he's uh he, he's got his arms arrested right now so he's uh behind his back right now he can't talk to you he's in handcuffs (laughs) he is not he's uh arrested isn't that aren't you aware of that term arrested no i'm not aware of that term but i don't understand but no matter what position his arms would be in he could speak on the phone his mouth wouldn't be uh um yeah yeah he could speak on the phone right now i just i'm here representing him as his manager and uh i'd like uh I'd like to, for him to attend your open mic. 
Open mics are open to the public. Anybody could attend an open mic. You, you're a manager. Also, if a client already has a manager, there's very little use in them attending an open mic. Oh, 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 that's good. To, oh, okay. There's the very little use. I mean, I just would like just to know a little bit more information just so I can relate it to my client. Mm. Is it? Uh, is there a fee? <laughs> Is there a fee for the open mic? Yes. Yeah. Each 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 turn at the open mic is two dollars. Okay. Okay. I'm sure your client, if your client is able to pay you fifteen percent of his earnings, then I'm sure he can afford the two dollars that is required to do the open mic. Um. Yeah. I. I. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. I don't know. This guy's giving. Are me you? This guy's shit. Are you even using a real phone? <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm at, uh, I'm, I'm currently, I don't know if this, why this is your business, but I am using a public phone right now. Well, because you imagined me, you, this is an imaginary scenario that you thought up of what you thought it might be like if you called the comedy club as a manager. Yeah. This is how it's going just in your mind. So imagine how it'll go in real life when you actually make this call. Yes, yes, I, I. It'll I, be worse than this. Uh, I, I think so. Um, I mean, my mind is always Jesus Christ. Why is my mind always giving me shit? What kind of trouble do you think you could get into for calling me, and and impersonating a talent manager? Um, I could just get a tiny the trouble. I'm afraid of is just getting insulted, <laughs> just being. Dashed away and probably blacklisting my friend Brian McDougal from the entertainment industry. Yeah, from the entertainment industry. I'm gonna call Brad Pitt right now. Holy shit! <laughs> He's got ties to the comedy you've seen. I'm gonna call Brad Damn. Pitt and I'm gonna call Boris Yeltsin, Boris Nelson, Boris, some some guy who runs a country. Boris Nelson. Boris Yeltsin. Boris. Boris Johnson. Boris. Uh, no, that's I think that's an actor or something. Anyway, you're blacklisted. <laughs> okay, <so. laughs> yeah, That's you. Fun. Yeah, you were like you. You were very concerned, bar owner. <laughs> you were very concerned about who's calling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also true. Who would be concerned? Like that? Yeah, when we when we called, the guy was like, "Yeah, uh huh, sure." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on down. <laughs> yeah, come on down. Yeah, five you guys, eighteen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you actually went and did that? Yeah, we did. I recorded it. I think I might still have it on my Google Drive, but it's very cringy. I mean, I feel like at some point he broke it. We previously, I previously showed him like old Kevin Hart bits. And, he, <laughs> and then the, he ended up doing a very similar bit on oh, wow. at, at the open mic. I mean, he. I mean, people were laughing, but it. looking back, I'm like, damn, you know? That's something I really, like, I have, uh, uh, I think... Like, uh, you know, I think people are often like, who's talented? Who's not? Or can you be a performer or not? And like, I don't think they get the idea that like for most people when they get up on stage, it's like they're falling off of a building and they're just trying to grab for anything that will stop their fall. Like, yeah, they'll say anything because they're just like fucking panicking. Yeah, that's not an indicator of whether or not they're going to be any good. You know, I mean, it takes years to even get. Just like me right now trying to run this radio show. I'm just like, I'm too loud. You know what I mean? I'm fucking freaking out about every 
uh, there's a clock over there. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. This thing keeps this this thing this screen goes black. You know what I mean? So it's like you know, uh, just like a. Uh, Caitlin, who's runs the show before this, you know, she was like, "Oh yeah, in a few months you won't even worry about this." But right now, I'm like, yeah. "Isn't that how like everything is? Everything like, was like that. Like, like new jobs, every like new relationships. It's always like the beginning. You're like, what's? How do I maneuver? How do I move? How do? What's this new thing that I have to encounter? How do I do this? But it, the next couple months, you'll look back and be like, it's it's this is, you know, it's everything's human mm. so it's made for everything around you you in your room uh, buildings rooms cars everything's made for you to operate mm, yeah, what a great point yeah i think that's so true and it's like why it's good to learn this yeah it's why it's good to learn a skill and even maybe not mastery maybe like learning a bunch of different skills like yeah. just constantly having to start just over just re- reiterate the same thing that like you're just you're you're going to fail and that's how you learn and that's also and you'll also be successful in it because you you were because the thing you're doing is deeply human and the people that the thing is the the feedback you're going to get is i don't know yeah, yeah yeah it's it's all part of your experience already in innate inside of you i'm totally i'm totally with you i think a lot about how when you're a young artist you're really concerned about making things people will like yeah but this occurred to me i'm sh- I'm, I'm positive it's not an original thought i'm positive this is uh me paraphrasing or or reiterating something somebody else has said but like yeah um it's um, like if- i'm gonna yeah i I'm going to sit down. I, I, Ralph, before this. <laughs> I told him to, to stand. I said, you stand, stand when you play. <laughs> I wanted us all to stand. And I did I did like the idea, but now, now I'm sort of like. Rest, rest. Yeah, in my rest mode. But yeah, what are you saying? Um, whoa, whoa, wait, what was I saying? Uh, you. Oh, yeah. You try to make things that people will like. But the thing is, like, you are not an alien. So anything that you make, if you really like it, someone it it's impossible that there's not gonna be anybody else that likes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's impossible. It's like if you love lasagna, there's no way that you're the only one. Somebody else out there also loves lasagna. Yeah. You know? Uh I don't know if I articulated that thought well, but I I think about that a lot. Like all you have to do is make something that you're really into and guaranteed somebody else will be really into it. Yeah. And if it's like, if it's not, if the lasagna isn't, <laughs> I like the keep it, keep it going with this. Yeah, but the, yeah. if the lasagna isn't uh, yeah. lasagna yet, it will be. <laughs> what? That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. I totally know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of an example of that. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I'm, I, yeah, even the first times you do improv, the first few times you do improv, it's so yeah. I did oh, I did I did a show recently with somebody where I was like watching them, like they were at a certain level of improv. I like how many years in I could see it on them. Yeah. And I was watching them make the calculations that I would have needed to make at that at that point in yeah. improv. I was like, "Wow, I see exactly where you are." Wow! You yeah, know what I mean, you yeah, can, wow. You can see it, and, yeah, and and it's great, and, and that person will grow past that. That's just the point that they're at right now. Mm-hmm. 
but like I could, I was like, that's funny to be like, you're, you're, you're caught in that. You're in this moment right now mm -hmm. that, that people get in, in this particular pathway yeah, that I'm, they're taking. Yep. I'm sure there's people like my mentors look at me that way. They're like, let's see where you are right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like <laughs> yeah. freaking out. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure something out. Yeah. Um, I should have said this three times. I'll say it again. This is, I'm Ralph Jean Peary listening to No Suggestion on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're an independent listener supported radio station. Um, I think I also got to say uh, Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide free and open platform to our community to promote media literacy, education, free expression, public art. Um, and we stay on the air just through uh, donations. We're a nonprofit organization. So uh, if you want to support us, uh, and we hope that you do, you can uh, support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash donate. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash donate. Um, and you should get this app. If if uh, somehow you've heard this show and you like it, you should get the Radio Free Brooklyn app and listen to uh, all the different shows. There's so many cool shows and your music shows, talk shows, political shows, comedy shows, um, different kinds of music, different kinds of, this is all kinds of things happening at Radio Free Brooklyn. I think there's like 70 unique shows. So you want to get this app and listen to stuff. And, and you can listen to things on demand. You don't have to listen to it live or you can listen to it live. Um, yeah. Were you, um, this is the last thing I guess I want to ask. Were you into like a, was it like a spe special radio station you liked as a kid? Um, special radio station. Yeah, I'd listen. Mm, I listened to like you know hip hop radio stations in the car, like High ninety seven and Power one five one on the in the car. Um, I, I can't think of any other radio station outside of that. Oh, I did. I I guess in. I, but this was later on, not as a kid around college. That's when I started listening to other radio stations aside of that, like WMFU. Not in WMFU, my bad. That's a that's another radio station I kind of got into. But um, uh, isn't that where the best show is? I think. Yeah, there's a lot of like fun weird stuff on that yeah, on yeah. that radio ch channel. I'm not sure if you can say plug other radio shows on other uh, radio this shows. This is non for profit. We I think we're all we're generous here. Yeah, yeah, we'll be generous. Supporting art. <laughs> yeah, say yeah, say your name. It's funny how much power that has. Yeah, or we think it has. Um, uh, uh, not W the jazz radio station in Newark. There's a jazz radio station in Newark. I can't re I can't remember the specific letters, but I listened to that. In college but yeah those are the things as a kid it was mostly hip-hop radio why did you ask um i just i just remember thinking like uh especially starting to do the show here i remember i thought oh man like i remember there were cool radio stations when i was a kid cool yeah yeah welcome to the cool show everybody yeah you get introduced to shit yeah cool yeah <laughs> yeah welcome what's up welcome welcome yeah, I like some cool. I'm gonna play this record right now. What do you think about this record, Ernest? I'm gonna play this record. Uh, it's called Cool. Cool. Yeah, I found it. I I love this record. I found it at the bottom of a of a trash can. Uh, it was just about to get uh melted by the sun, and I just picked it up, and I knew what was inside. I was next to you. I said, "Don't pick up that damn trash. That ain't cool." It ain't cool to pick up no damn trash or use some kind of raccoon. 
And I said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's yeah. when I looked at you and I realized you are, you are a raccoon. You've been my best friend for 38 years and you've been a raccoon the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am a cool ass raccoon. I just been living life speaking English. You're the, you're the head of the English department at the community college. But enough about me. This track, though. Oh, this track, man. This track is so cool. This track is so, so cool. It's called Cool Cool. A lot of things in life you get hung up on, you get freaked out about, you go. Make such a big deal. Yeah. And actually, actually, uh, I realized I, it, this, this track is so cool. I realized that I, I looked inside of the, the liner notes and mm. I realized that it was actually by me. <laughs> You made this track. I made this track. And you, damn. <laughs> you found your own track in the trash. I totally forgotten. I was so deep inside of Fugue State. I must have made it when I was uh, fuging out. I had my Fugue month. Wow. I remember, I remember those times. I wouldn't see you for long periods of time. I was like, are you in there abusing drugs or with lots of women? And I, at no point did it dawn on me that this guy's just a raccoon and maybe he's just doing raccoon things. Yeah, no, I was like, I was prob probably looking at the date. I was in a chocolate fugue, feud, feud, feud or a fugue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you're my friend. I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. It's so strange because all my life I've been afraid of raccoons. And now you've befriended one. That's what jazz is all about. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> we got a fourth one in. That's nice. Nice. Okay. There's uh, a there's a quota. Yeah, I tried. I tried to have a quota. Okay, we got like a minute, a minute left. Um, yeah, this has been no suggestion. Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, here every Thursday night at eleven. We're listener supported radio. Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener supported radio. Get the Radio Free Brooklyn app. Um, we got a we. Check out our newsletter. Subscribe to our monthly newsletter. You can hear about all the cool events that we do all over Brooklyn, um, all the cool shows that are happening. And, uh, yeah, uh, Xavier, is there anything, uh, last words you want to say to the people before we end? Uh, this was fun. Uh, yeah, check out Dre Brooklyn and stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. don't know. I, got, I don't got shit. I don't got anything to say. Fantastic. <laughs> um, um, am I doing anything that I could say? No. Okay. What's your uh, what's a what's a hope or a dream you want to you'd want to share? I want to get we we're talking outside. I want to get my own studio space or gallery space. That's a hope or a dream that I have. I'm just gonna put it into the world. That's yeah, that's beautiful. I would like my hope and dream. I got a lot of hopes and dreams, but you, you know, eight I like seconds. I like I keep it close to the chest, you know. You, I'll, I'll find it and uh, trust, trust and believe. I need your trust and I need your honesty. I need That's your love. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>